Paul Temple Intervenes, a new serial play by Francis Durbridge, produced by Martin C. Webster. Episode 7, The October Hotel. Temple, the celebrated novelist and private detective, is investigating a series of murders committed by a notorious criminal known as the Marquis. Sir Graham Forbes, the chief commissioner of police, visits Temple and produces a note which the Marquis has sent to the Honourable Charles Surfley. What does this letter say? Well, the message is on a plain piece of notepaper. It's typed and it simply says, Dear Sir, this note must be taken far more seriously than the first note I sent you. And it must be considered strictly confidential. The letters written by you to a Miss Lorraine Curtis are still in my possession. They are still, in my humble opinion, worth precisely £7,000. I suggest, therefore, that having secured this amount, you meet me personally tomorrow evening, shortly after 8 o'clock, in the lounge of the October Hotel, Dalton Street, Kensington. The Marquis. But surely the Marquis wouldn't be there personally. Sir Graham. Mr. Graham, I, what, what's the matter? What, what is it, Paul? I don't know. I... There's something wrong with this cigarette. No, 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 no. Don't stand up, Sir Graham. I'll be all right once I... Look out, look out. He's going to fall. Oh, Paul. Paul, he's not dead. I'll see you. For heaven's sake, don't... What is it, Price? I, I beg your pardon, yes, sir. What is it? What is it, Price? There's a lady called to see you, well, sir. who is it? Who is it? A Mrs. Clarence, sir. Mrs. Clarence? It's all right, now. Now, now, take it easy, Sir Graham. Take, come along, take it easy. I'm, I'm... No, 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 just keep still. Now, don't, don't move. Pour some coffee, will you? Quickly, quickly, Steve, quick. Here you are. Thank you. Now, here you are, Sir Graham. Now, drink this. Come along. Go and have a word with Mrs. Clarence, will you, darling? He'll be all right now. Are you sure? Yes, yes. I'm all right now. Come along. <laughs> Finish this coffee. I, I couldn't get the bread. The most Yes. What do you think it was, Temple? The cigarette? Oh, yes, it, it was the cigarette. Only it wasn't meant for you, Sir Graham. It was meant for either Steve or myself. What? Thank goodness you're drinking coffee. It's a drug known as loci. Loci? Yes. And lucky for you, you know, black coffee serves as a sort of antidote. Oh, does it? Yeah. Well, oh. I'll finish this off, sir. <laughs> Hello? Yes, yes. Paul Temple speaking. Oh, story. Oh, yes. Yes, well, meet me here at half past twelve, will you? Yes. All right, goodbye. Oh, that's better. Are you feeling better, Sir Graham? Yes, yes, I... <coughs> I think I'm all right now, Steve. What did Mrs. Clarence want? She wants you to go round to see Sir Felix. Oh, I'm going round this morning. Did you tell her so? Yes. Oh, I, I shall be back about 12. And, well, darling, I'm expecting Roger's story. I'm, if I'm a little late, will you ask him to wait? Yes, darling, I will. Is Mrs. Clarence still here? No, she's gone. Temple? Yes? What happened exactly about Ross? Well, I did what I told you I was going to do, Sir Graham. Well, Ross isn't a fool, Temple. It won't take him long to realize that story's training him. How long have you known Ross? Oh, now, let me see. He came to the yard in nine, 1930. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, well, I've known Ross about 14 or 15 years. He's a Liverpool man. How old is he? 44, 45? Oh, I, I think he's about 47. Oh. I'm not sure. Is he married? Oh, yes, yes. He, he was married about four or five years ago. <coughs> oh, by, uh, by Gad Temple, you know, when, when the newspapers discover that Sir Felix really is alive, uh, they won't half be a shindy. <laughs> I still can't understand why Sir Felix had to pretend that he wasn't alive. You soon will understand, Steve. Temple, what hmm? about this letter to Sir Flame? I gather that uh, you take it seriously. Oh, yes. Yes, I take it seriously. Oh, well, I must be off. I have a heavy day in front of me. I'll let you know the arrangements about tonight later. No, oh, yes, all right. Well, look here. I'll drop you on the way. Shall I, Sir Graham? Yes, thanks. By the way, where is Sir Felix? You, you never told me. Oh, he's staying at the Clockwise. At Clockwise? Yes. <laughs> not, not Maisie Delaway's place? <laughs> Good heavens above. We should never have found him. <laughs> well, goodbye, Steve. Goodbye, Sir Graham. I do hope you'll be all right. Oh, thanks. Well, see you later, darling. Yes, all right. Oh, and... Uh, <laughs> Give my love to Maisie. This is a surprise. Where's Maisie? Oh, she was here a few minutes ago. Yeah. Maisie! Maisie! Oh, well, this will fetch up. Don't you like night and day? Oh, I like it all right. But it's not good for my nostalgia. <laughs> well, how's the guest? Felix? Yes. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> he's a nice old bird. Mm. Kind of getting fond of it down here. <laughs> so far. <laughs> mm. <laughs> there may be something to this Egyptology. Uh, 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 no, 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 Maisie, no. <laughs> well, I'd better go upstairs and have a word with the old boy. <laughs> okay. Oh, and before I forget. Yeah. There was a girl called Lydia Stane. She was a dancer. Yeah. She went over to America in 19... 1929. I believe she worked at the Miami Club on 42nd Street. The Miami Club? Hmm. Do you think you can find out anything about her? Well, that was Harry Van Delson's place. Well, what does that mean? Well, Harry's over here. He's on the Sanderson Commission. Oh. Would he know anything about Lydia Stane? More than likely. Have you got his telephone number? No, but... Uh... <laughs> But he's got mine. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you find out all you can for me, will you, Maisie? That's a good girl. Leave it to me. <laughs> all right, I'll see you later when I've had a word with Raven. Okay, I'll find out all the dope I can. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, it's not I... a bit of use arguing, Sir Felix. There's nothing... Oh, yes, that... Mr. Temple. He'll answer all your questions, Mrs. Clarence. Hello, Sir Felix. Ah, oh, Mr. Temple. Hello, Mrs. Clarence. Why, what's the trouble? How long has Sir Felix got to stay here, Mr. Temple? Doesn't seem to me to be any sense in it. He hasn't got to stay here any longer. Oh, you can go the moment you're ready, Sir Felix. Oh, well, well, well. That's something anyway. Hmm. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Some people are going to get a surprise when they find out that I'm still alive and kicking. I could never understand why you had to go and hide yourself away and pretend you was dead. Seemed a silly business to me. It was Mr. Temple's idea, Mrs. Talents, not mine. Well, what purpose did it serve? That's what I'd like to know. It served a very useful purpose. Why? What do you mean? What do you mean, Mr. Temple? I mean that now, beyond any shadow of doubt, I know who is the Marquis. Mr. Story here? Yes, sir. He's in the drawing room with Mrs. Temple. Oh, good. Right home. Hello, darling. Hello. Hello, Story. Oh, hello, Temple. I'm awfully sorry I'm late. Oh, that's all right. I I think I'd like a drink, my sweet. Have we any sherry? Sorry. Oh. Well, then mix me a gin and tonic, those, darling. Gin and tonic. Uh-huh. Well, what happened? Huh? Oh, oh, last night. Yes. Oh, well, nothing very much, I'm afraid. I picked up Ross at Wimbledon and then trailed him down to a house in Stepney. He's got a married sister, though, apparently. How long does he stay there? Well, I should say about an hour and a half. Oh. On the way back to Wimbledon, he popped into one of the corner houses and had a meal. You know, I've got a feeling he spotted me. He's rather shrewd, you know. Yes. Oh, did you tell the story about the letter, Steve, the one Sir Graham mentioned? No. Letter? Yes. It's apparently your friend, the Honourable Charles Surfstein, received a second communication from the Marquis. No. Oh, yes. In fact, he's supposed to be meeting the Marquis tonight at 8 o'clock in the lounge of the October Hotel. Well, are you pulling my leg? Oh, no, not at all. But, but damn it, the Marquis wouldn't walk straight into the October Hotel, wouldn't he? Why not? Well, I mean, if he thought that Sir Flame was the only person likely to be there, there wouldn't be the slightest risk in... Excuse me. Oh, yes, Hello? Oh, hello, Sir Graham. Yes? Yes, half past seven... Yes, all right. Right, well, pick me up here, will you? Yes, that'll do nicely. T -t Temple. Oh, uh, just a second. Look, ask him mm. if I can come with you. Mr. Graham, I've got Story with me here at the moment, yes. Yes. Yes, he would, rather. Yes. Okay. Oh. Goodbye. What do you say? Well, it's all right. You can come along. Oh, good. Be here shortly after seven, will you? And we can have a drink first. I'm grand. Well, um, I I'd better get cracking. Oh, oh, um, what about Ross? I, I can pick him up about two. He usually leaves the yard about then. No, 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 no. Leave Ross alone. I, for today, at any rate. Oh, oh it's okay. I, I say, Temple, mm -hmm. seriously, you, you don't really suspect Ross, do you? I mean, <laughs> it's the most extraordinary state of affairs. You might just as well expect suspect Superintendent Bradley. I do. Oh. In fact, I suspect everyone. I have a highly suspicious nature, haven't I, darling? Highly suspicious. Here's your gin, Tony. Oh, thanks, darling. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yes, I suspect there's hardly any gin in this to start with. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see you tonight, then. About seven. All right, well, I'll come down with you. Yes. Oh, goodbye, Mrs. Temple. Goodbye, Mrs. Temple. <coughs> oh, see, darling, before I forget, <clears throat> here's your ticket for tonight. What ticket? The theatre, darling. Oh, I, I have booked you a seat at the Savoy. What do you mean, you've booked me a seat for the Savoy? Well, for the theatre, darling. But I'm not going to the theatre tonight. I'm coming with you. Uh, oh, no, you're not. Oh, darling, you're not serious. I am. I'm perfectly serious. Oh, Paul. Well, what's going to happen at the hotel tonight? I don't know. I don't know. That must be the main entrance to the hotel over there. Yes. Shall we go in? No, 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 no. Let's wait here for a little while. Okay. I thought Story was coming along tonight, but he didn't turn up. Hmm. What happened to Steve? Oh, she's gone to the theatre. Hello, hello. Who's this? Rather difficult to see. I... Oh, it's Sergeant O'Brien. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Mr. Temple. Good evening, Sergeant. Good evening, Sergeant. Anything to report? Yes, sir. I've been making a few inquiries, sir. On the side, as you might say, sir. And I found out that the hall porter at the hotel is a young chap by the name of Carter. Bertram Carter. Bertram Carter? I remember Carter. He was mixed up in that arson affair in Birkenhead about, mm. I think, about four years ago. That's right, sir. Uh -huh. Well, hello, here's Bradley. Uh, Sergeant. Yes, sir? I want you to join Turner. You know where he is. Yes, sir. And keep your eyes skinned. You've got your orders. Yes, sir. Did O'Brien tell you about Carter, the hall porter? Yes. I don't like the sound of it. He's a dangerous devil. You haven't seen any sign of Inspector Ross? No, sir. I'm afraid we haven't. Hmm. How many men have you got? Well, all the entrances are covered, sir. Well covered. There's, there's nothing to worry about. Good. Well, by the way, Bradley, did you see Ross before you left the yard? Uh, no, sir. It's his night off, sir. He, he went off duty at four. Oh, I see. Well, if you'll excuse me, sir, I, I'd like to have another word with O'Brien. Yes, very good, Bradley. Have you ever been in, the, in this hotel? Oh, yes, once. The main lounge is on the second floor, unless... Hello, hello. Who's this? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Oh, hello, but... story. I, I saw Ross. I... I was on, on the way to your place, Temple, and, and and Ross passed me in a car. Yes? I jumped in a taxi and followed him, and he's here, Sir Graham. He, he drove out to the side entrance. All right, come along, Sir Graham. Right. Take your hands off me. You hear what I say? Take your hands oh, off I'm me. I'm sorry, sir, but no one does that. Take your hands off me, O'Brien. Yeah, is everything all right, Brian? Everything's not all right. My God, it isn't. And if yeah, you you're under address, Ross. And I warn you that anything you say will be taken down. <laughs> maybe... Look, look, that's our window, sir. Look, the hotel's on fire. Look at that top floor. Yes, it must have started there by the look of things. Take us back to the car, Sergeant. Yes, sir. I'm not going back to that car. You can't... Now, don't be a damn fool. Don't be a damn fool, Ross. Go back to the car. Oh, and, Ross, your own information, Lydia Staines is dead. What? She died on October the 9th, 1929. 1929, Ross. 1929? Lydia Staines. Who the devil's Lydia Staines? We've got to stand clear. Stand back! Stand back! Stand back! Stand back! This fire looks to me it's getting out of control. 
serious, sir. Several people are trapped. They can't get out. Take Ross back to the car, sir. You needn't worry, Sir Graham. I shan't run away. Shall I, Temple? Hello, Bradley. Temple. Hey, what is it? What is it? I thought you said Mrs. Temple was at the theatre. Well, of course she's at the theatre. Why, Bradley, Bradley, what is it? She's in the hotel. She went in ten minutes ago. What? Oh, my God! Episode 7 of the new Paul Temple serial, Paul Temple Intervenes, by Francis Durbridge, with Carl Bernard as Paul Temple. The part of Steve was played by Bernadette Hodgson, Sir Graham Forbes by Lester Muddit, Price by David Compton, Maisie by Bessie Love, Sir Felix Rayborn by Ronald Simpson, Mrs. Clarence by Mabel France, Roger Storey by Sidney Taffler, Inspector Ross by Edgar Norfolk, Superintendent Bradley by Godfrey Baisley, Gus by Hal Bryant, and Sergeant O'Brien by Vincent Curran. The production was by Martin C. Webster.